Look, look. If you don't, don't want to make, that, make change that change within, within yourself, yourself, it's not going to get, get better. This might not this might apply, not apply to, everybody. to everybody. But if you but feel, if you like, feel you're like you're rock, rock bottom, bottom okay, okay, and you're hoping for a better day, but you literally are doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results, that's the definition of insanity. You are provided with a choice every day. You are provided with multiple choices throughout the entire day. Take that choice, make that change. You've identified a problem. You're saying you're rock bottom. Got it, you're there now. There's only one way and it's up. So change your mindset, use that choice and go a freaking different direction. Love y'all, Faceman VTT out. Day three of retirement. As an infantryman, I was asked if I could clean the sink. So let's look at this. Definitely some kind of grime on there. And I open up the cabinet. What do I use? Nothing comes to mind. Like my experience is my skill set. Nothing. Wait a minute. Everyone knows this is how you clean everything. Infantry retired. Just a good second. Uh, uh, would you like a military discount? Uh, oh, do you offer one? Uh, oh, it's the cap of the day. CC's Pizza is the county fair of restaurants. You go in there, you look around, you feel a little bit better about yourself, then you realize that you're in there too. Tell me I'm wrong. Well, let's be honest. You know, not everybody's made for this life. It's scary. You know, you gotta jump out of a plane while it's moving. That's not natural. It's high, it's, it's fucking wet outside sometimes. It's snowy, it's hot, it's dry, it's shitty. Who the fuck would wanna be airborne? Best job, fucking best job I ever had. This is the Veteran Trash Talk Hour, hosted by Nick, Dave, and Buddy. Real warriors making fun of other real warriors. Try to not get triggered. <laughs> What is up? Happy Saturday, everybody. Welcome to episode 130 of the Trash Talk Hour. Special guest today is Alan with Armed Forces Brewing Company. Got some good stuff here. And today I'm joined by Nick and Buddy. Cheers. Season, season three. Yeah, season, season three. three episode two. Episode two, whatever. We're doing a thing. Mm -hmm. All right, we're doing a thing. Good little thing. little confusion with the time today, huh? Starting and like, it's like you know. Yellowstone. That's how we mm -hmm. are. Nick's That's in the fine. mountains, but he's not Mountain Standard Time. And right, yeah. like, if you see fucking mountains, you should be Mountain Standard Time. Everybody <laughs> knows this, right? Like, I'm sitting here like, why is everybody giving me shit? I'm not late. Like, <laughs> you're late. You're early. This is some Whatever. good beer, and we're gonna get into all that here uh, oh. soon. But um, I'm gonna kickstart it real quick with a conspiracy today. I was actually gonna talk about this last week because it's like the bombshell of bombshells that just occurred back in July. But uh, a Peruvian village was under attack by aliens, so that was kind of important. I had to cover that, okay? So today, I'm going to cover Turns the... Out they're uh, still holding them off. They're still holding them off, buddy. They're still yeah, at They're, they're still, still holding war. off the, uh, the aliens. What the do you aliens, yep. yep, yep. 
crazy situation. But it's anyway, like Ukraine, it's like Ukraine. They're tracking the, 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 the yes. land lost to the aliens. Yeah. Like General Petraeus is doing a, a thing on it every time. Like <laughs> yeah. they've, they've also they've, they've called in the Peruvian llama men and the uh, now they have the Peruvian Air Force. They're flying on like those big condors. Yeah. Wow. And down. I, I, th I think that's Avatar. That's, that's Avatar. Thing. That's where they got it from. The predators out there, alien, like all that. kinds of shit going on. Yeah. yeah. I see you looked a little bit yeah, further into it, buddy. Thanks for researching that. Um, so we're going to talk about, you guys know about the congressional hearing that occurred. Well, the oversight committee, um, July 26th with uh, Ryan Graves, who was a former U.S. Navy pilot, uh, Major David Grush, former intelligence officer, and then Commander David Fravor. Um, they basically went in front of the House committee and testified on uaps ufos aliens technology all kinds of stuff and it was like an hour and 20 minute thing in front of congress it was pretty wild i watched the whole thing because i'm a big alien ufo buff i sent video a quick video um about three minutes of like the best things that were discussed so chris is going to play that and then after that we're going to discuss it so chris go ahead and play that video for me we have crashed craft uh stated earlier do we have the bodies of the pilots who piloted this craft as I've stated publicly already in my News Nation interview, uh, biologics came with some of these recoveries. Yeah. Um, were they, I guess, human or non-human biologics? Non-human, and that was the assessment of people uh, with direct knowledge on the program I talked to that are currently still on the program. Based on your experience and extensive conversations with experts, do you believe our government has made contact with intelligent extraterrestrials? something I can't discuss in public setting. Um, and we did meet with one member of the flight crew who took the image. The image was of something that uh, I am not able to attach to any human capability, either from the United States or from any of our adversaries. And they saw a sequence of four craft in a clear diamond formation for which there is uh, a radar sequence that I and I alone have observed in the United States Congress. One of the pilots goes to check out that diamond formation and sees a large floating, what I can only describe as an orb, again, like I said, not of any human capability that I'm, that I'm aware of. And when he approached, he said that his radar went down, he said that his FLIR system malfunctioned, and that he had to manually take this image um, from one of the lenses and it was not automatic, automated uh, in collection as you would typically see in a test mission. Rush, as a result of your previous government work, have you met with people with direct knowledge or have direct knowledge yourself of non-human origin craft? Yes, I personally interviewed those individuals. <clears throat> Mr. Grush, as a result of your previous government work, have you met with people with direct knowledge or have direct knowledge yourself about ATs, advanced technologies that the U.S. government has? Uh, based on uh, conventional uh, advanced tech, I was briefed to uh, the preponderance of the defense departments, both space and aerospace compartmented programs. Yeah. I don't want to cut you off, but yeah. how does a program like that get funded? I will give you generalities. I can get very specific in a closed session, uh, but a mis misappropriation of funds and uh, does that mean that Does that mean that there is money in the budget that is said to go to a program, but it doesn't, and it goes to something else? Yes, I have specific knowledge of that. Yep. Do you Has the U.S. government become aware of actual evidence of extraterrestrial, otherwise unexplained forms of intelligence? And if so, when do you think this first occurred? I like to use the term non-human. I don't like to denote origin. Keeps the aperture open, both scientifically. 
uh, certainly, uh, like I've discussed publicly uh, previously in 1930s. Do you have any personal knowledge of someone who's possibly been injured working on legacy UAP reverse engineering? Yes. Okay. How were they injured? Was it, is it something like a radioactive type situation or something we didn't understand? You can imagine assessing an, an unknown unknown. Uh, there's a lot of uh, potentialities you can't fully prepare for. <clears throat> no. So that's like, yeah. And so the whole hearing is insane. It's, it goes an hour and 20 minutes. Um, Commander Fravor or whatever, they, they had that tic-tac-shaped UFO that was in California uh, that was released last year. So all kinds of crazy stuff. Um, the major that was talking, he's been threatened already. Um, threatened with violence for coming out because he's a whistleblower as well. So there's, it, it's, it's a crazy thing, an hour and 20 minutes long. So my take on this. So I'm, I'm big into the UAP UFO phenomena. But I'm 50-50 on this. So I'm also a big conspiracy theorist when it comes to Project Bluebeam, which I've discussed on the show where the government is actually going to start talking about this stuff, stage a fake alien invasion to then bring in one world government and all that crazy stuff. So like part of me is like, yes, definitely this is happening. They're finally coming out. And then the other 50% of me is saying that this is actually all staged. There's a book you can read at Project Bluebeam and the final stage is one world currency, one world government because of a fake alien threat. So I am 50-50 on this. That is my take. And I'll leave it at that. Our guest, Alan, what is your take on all of this? Man, I'll tell you what, I have been a UFO buff since I was a itty bitty little kid. Yep. Dad in the US Air Force was an intelligence officer and a navigator for uh, C-130's transport group. And I was on to Project Blue Book when I was probably 10 years old. I was reading those books about Project Blue Book. For my birthday, my dad went out and I think he copied them, copied a bunch of Project Blueprint projects. I don't know how he got them, but they all had a blue page at the top and they were all these different cases. So he, mm. here's my dad, you know, I'm asking him, is, is this really true? Are there really aliens and stuff? And my dad would never say yes or no, right. but he would let me keep going down that path. You know, he wouldn't keep me from it. This is a man, this is a man who, who probably logged hundreds to thousands of hours of, 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 of airtime around wow. the world. So I'm a, I'm a believer. I think it would be, and I think with Congress getting involved and whistleblowers and all this, that, that scale has actually tipped for me 70, 30. I think there's a lot of, uh, it, uh, uh, hardware out there that there, that, that our government or or you know secret bases of our government are producing out there, but I but I think there really is alien intelligence out there that that have been visiting Earth for a long time. I think the evidence is just too there's too much evidence. Yeah, and it's may, maybe they're just having a difficult time keeping it secret right now because they also talked about on that hearing how many civilian pilots. There's hundreds of them that want to testify now of stuff that they experience in the air. But there's this whole little stigma that evolves around that. You know, if you go and mention something like that, you get fired or, you know, it's just yeah. not talked about. But then there's a safety hazard as well. Yeah, you're mentally commercial, unstable. <laughs> these commercial yeah, airline pilots are flying and these freaking UAPs or UFOs are flying right by these aircraft, you know, almost causing like mid-air collisions and stuff. Um, and then the same thing with the government. There's a, hundreds of other pilots who want to report on this, but it's just one of those things that's been kept in, in the dark, you know, so... 
Yeah, it's it's wild times, man. I've, I've I've been into it since I was like twelve or thirteen. I started getting into the whole UFO UAP thing and and yeah. trolls. Troll. We we talked about trolls. Shout out to Boyd, right? Yeah. <laughs> you're you're, you're you read you read body language of these yep. of these whistleblowers. They have everything to lose by coming forward. Correct. They're also taking an oath to to tell the truth before Congress. <laughs> Unless you're an idiot, I don't know who's going to go before Congress and just blatantly tell what would a be the point, right? Story yeah. like that, yeah. well, Clinton, you know. I mean, these guys. None of these guys are writing any books or anything. Like these guys are just. This is this is what happened. And the big one was a Tic Tac one that happened in 2004 in yeah. California, and then last year the U.S. government finally released their UFO UAP files. Uh, and the European countries have been doing it for a couple of years now. So like it's all coming together. Who knows, buddy? What's your I mean, take? Oh, go ahead. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead, Alex. I was just, I was just gonna say. I, I mean, I could probably go before Congress and lie if I had, you know, a beer drinking night with Big Earl the night before yeah. or something like that. Especially if we're drinking cat shot, right? Yeah, there <laughs> you go. That would, that would be late. That would be late by an hour. Like, <laughs> <laughs> buddy, what's your take on all this, brother? Is it all? Uh, is it all like uh, to like bring in the whole one world government and just to scare us all, or is it actually real? Is it actually happening? Like, what what's your take on all of it? Here's my why, problem. Why now? Why now? You know. Here's here's my problem with all of this, and it is it is every show that we talk about aliens is my problem with all of this. Mm -hmm. We are supposed talked about the Kandahar giant. I've talked we're about like loser people and shit. Well, I guess they're aliens too, right? We're Go we're on. supposed to believe logically. <laughs> that these aliens made it 11,000 light years across the galaxy and the universe and then they crash on earth <laughs> like they missed all the meteors all the asteroids all the other planets and then they got to earth and they were like no well you're talking about like roswell area 51 with the crash site but we're, we're talking about things that are actually flying around too like they're not all just crashing yeah yeah, yeah. you know but we were talking about biologics on the video yeah yeah that were taken gotcha. from a crash site yeah entities you know? yeah. yeah 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 so it, it just some shit just doesn't sit right with me like if if they can make it that far what happened when they got here that they were just like I can't do it anymore. Earth Maybe we shot cool. him down. Superior oh. race. Yeah, I mean, we're not, we're not that good. <laughs> I mean, we're not, Maybe we're we not are good. though. Maybe we do have the technology because they talk a lot about the reverse engineering stuff that's occurring. So like maybe like and and there's another theory that they're actually not coming from space. There's another theory that they're actually underwater. Uh, there, there there's these bases underwater because there's a lot of well, videos where aliens, these things are. Well, I, I guess not, right? They're, maybe they're a different race of They're the missing humans. link of they're evolution. They're the missing link, yeah. Who knows, you know? Or they've just been in Atlantis chilling this whole time. And then they're finally <laughs> yeah. like, you know, they found out that Biden was the president. And they're like, it's, it's time. <laughs> it's, it's time. <laughs> Somebody we must save your planet now. Cheers to that. <laughs> Cheers to that. Go tell them that they are just messing this whole thing up. Like we had, it was a good deal we had going. Now, we've, yeah. got, now we've got an idiot. Let's go. Let's get up there. So, you know, I don't, I don't know. You but, don't know. I mean, that's a fair assessment. I find it hard to believe that they can make it that I, far. And then they make well, a careless error when they get here. Yeah. Yeah. We, we were going to make a beer to tribute all this called take me to your leader. And we decided no way now. Oh, you should have, <laughs> man. 
That would be you know, great. Not with, not with Biden <laughs> in the White House. Dude, could you imagine that? Could you imagine that conversation? You should name that fear. Take me to like the fourth or fifth person in command. Yeah, I don't want to talk to the top five or six. Yeah. Yeah. All right, buddy. So your take is like two. you just don't know, huh? You're just like. No, I, I think that aliens are probably a real thing. Statistically speaking, it's it's very hard to believe that we would be the only thing in the entire universe that's alive. Right. That doesn't right. make any sense. Yeah. I do also find it hard to believe that they could make it that far and then Peruvians can hold them off. <laughs> they crash. Peruvians are fucking them up right and, now. You know, they made it they made it through like asteroid belts and then they were like, Oh, that mountain ah! you know, it doesn't it doesn't yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't you know, know. There's also another theory, one more, that it's actually us in the future that are, and we're doing time traveling. Like Hell our yeah. bodies, like thousands of years, just evolved to that where we don't need to communicate anymore. Our heads become bigger because like in our bodies, like we're not physically doing any activity. So I was on Joe Rogan. He had a guy on and he was talking about that, that it could actually be us in the future time traveling. Makes sense. Got to plant the seed somewhere. You know, <laughs> you know, who knows, man? It's Let's keep getting shit. these guys lazier because uh, you don't understand that all their muscle mass will go away and their heads will get bigger. Yeah. You know what the yeah. funny thing about time travel is, though, right? What's if that? Time travel, you also have to travel a distance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can't just go from like. How do you know? How do you know? Because the Earth. Have you done it before? Yeah. What are you telling us, buddy? Yeah. yeah. yeah? So, you watch yeah. Back to the Future. That's yeah, what just saying. Yeah. 1985. If, if Marty McFly went back to the 1960s from the 1980s, he would have ended up somewhere in space waiting on the Earth to get there. Like, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, Makes sense. So, Makes sense, buddy. Yeah, yeah. we all know. Past him. Yeah. Rather. All right. All right. All right. Good take, buddy. Good take. Nick, what's your what's your take on all of this? You know, I, I appreciate that. You know, I always go last on this because I'm the one that brings in the common sense, right? The research. <laughs> everything that you need to listen to and pay attention to uh so take your take, don't try take this at home kids yeah uh i i have confirmation bias with aliens so i don't believe in them at all uh and this this is the reason why uh in eighth grade okay i did a science fair project nice okay, right and i did it on aliens okay and i got a c Oh, they don't right. exist then. So right. the, only, the only reason I got a C was because I was going to be on the varsity baseball team the next year. And uh, so they, they passed me. Okay. Um, but I literally got an, you know a grade report back saying, this isn't science. And it crushed me because I spent like an hour doing that. Like, you know how you build <laughs> like the, like the, the you know, what's, what's it called? The, the di diagram, but there's a word for it for science. You build it. Like my daughter's got like, Freaking! Now that I knew my mistake, they did real science. Well, it helps that their mom's a marine biologist, but they won like the whole district, right? But I, I got to see because it's not science, okay? So, buddy brought up statistics. Statistics is part of science. You're wrong, okay? Um, it's just I got told by my eighth grade science teacher, not science. So, not a chance, not happening. Um, but the biggest thing that we always skip over when we talk about this stuff is when you paid attention to that video. Where did the funding come from? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. They and this about, goes. They talk about that a little bit more in depth in the full video. It's kind of wild. Yeah. Like, 
there's funding right. going somewhere, but then it's just funneled out of that location and going into these black projects and stuff, you know. Yeah. But then not even the president has dollars for a hammer. Yeah. 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 Hey, Eighty thousand for a yeah. toilet seat. That's a great. That's a great reference talking about aliens. Yeah. Great <laughs> reference. And yet I get in trouble when I order a bunch of gravel. Well, right. the one the, the major makes a joke about it because he's like, and I and I'm you know short two dollars on my travel voucher in the in the hearing he talks about it and my whole chain of command is up my ass you know yeah yeah and some people laughed and everybody. others didn't get what he was saying but like from a military standpoint it's hilarious that's you know, like, great yeah yeah, yeah. Hey, and thanks to everybody chatting in the thread uh yeah what's yep. up Jimmy one of our two uh, YouTube watchers uh, I guess up, Jeremy yeah. yeah we don't. We don't pay any attention to YouTube, so sorry. Uh, but now that we That's got true, I'm on YouTube. Uh, I know, but you had to ask where he was commenting from. Jimmy, so, you better give it a like, and I hope you subscribed already. Well, he is. That's yeah, how we so. knew we were alive. All right, all right. I know. Well, we got we got our our new crazy person. Uh, we, I think we banned Susan. She's on Gruntworks now, so she can still comment. Um, but we we got our other person here, Mike Olson. You're crazy, man. But I love you. Thanks for watching. Uh, it's uh, it's good. Uh, yeah, he was. Uh, He's a trip, but yeah, the money thing, uh, that's 100% real. Uh, and so anybody, I got it, you know, you're indoctrinated. Anybody who thinks that paying taxes is a good thing. All right. When it goes to the federal government, you're retarded. Okay. Like you, like you're stupid, right? That hearing right there when the Congress goes, who's funding this, right? <laughs> like, like we are okay. All that stupid money they take out of your paycheck. It's, it's going to test things in Roswell and it's, Nobody knows how they're paying for it. Okay, so like I said, I, I think the I think the next revolution spar, spurred by aliens will be a, nobody's going to pay their taxes anymore. All right, Ooh. once once aliens exist, all right. Mm. So if they exist, I think we're out of taxes. I think I think that goes for. Yeah. Well, we just uh, pay a different tax. Yeah, exactly. We got to pay, pay in quatrains or some shit. Like yeah, whatever the hell they got. Yeah, we're quite yeah. <laughs> quatrains. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're, here, we're here for your human hair follicles. We need all of your hair. Like, we just have to pay. Like, you have to get a haircut every month or two. Lupita, Lupita saying, so, you, so you all just joined for money? Question. What are you talking about? Join the yeah. service for money? What do you well, mean, kinda, kinda. I was broke as fuck, Lupita. All right, when I got that first paycheck when I joined, I was like, hell yeah, I'm gonna go buy a fucking car. Right? Like, like that's like. Yeah. 25% interest rate. That's what we do. It's <laughs> real. You know, like I had a collection agency call the drill sergeants when I was in basic, right? Like they're like, Hey, you got to come to staff duty. And I'm like, well, for what? And obviously I didn't say that to the drill sergeant. I was like, Rod, drill sergeant moved out. Right. And it's like the collection, the collection agency is calling me. I'm like, yeah, I just got in the army. You'll get paid in a month. We're going to relax. Uh, yeah. while, while I didn't join the army specifically for money, I probably would not have joined the army for free. for free yeah like <laughs> well it's, it's that thing called work yeah. and make it you know make it something yeah lupita i didn't call them they called the damn they found out where i was in basic training right they, it's like shit. so but anyways lupita we don't know what you're saying so um, just yeah, lupita stop. thanks for tuning in don't yeah. know what you're saying we're not we're not saying you're wrong yeah but yeah. like try to try to put something try to put something more put something more together than a fragment like put like a put like a, like a the like difference maybe like three or four between, cents uh, we need to start we need to do a show at like midnight i think yeah, that would be entertaining for my secret, secret funding and a uh, pay scale are two different things in in like defined a pay scale is not secret you can google it mm -hmm. current if you would mm -hmm. like right. 
That's yeah. why I love when a spouse says, like, I was trapped. Yeah, yeah. You but anyway. it up. Right. Anywho. Yeah, anywho. I'm going to try this other beer. Thanks again, Alan. Yeah, so, so what are you guys all drinking? I'm yeah. pissed. Mine's, I, mine's I, in the I house. finished a lager. That was really good. I'm, uh, um, I'm, now I'm drinking the, this uh, one right here. The Cat Shot. Preamble. Uh, mm -hmm. I would like Preamble's to say good. As Alan's boss, I don't really like the name Cat Shot. <laughs> Everything should have an army name. I would. Uh, <laughs> so, if we could, uh, if we could just change that. The beer itself is delicious. The name, we're gonna have to have a talk, a meeting afterwards. Yeah, we'll, yeah, yeah, we'll have, we'll have a, meeting of, a meeting of the owners, right? Yeah. Uh, Buddy, <laughs> sir, I promise we have more. <laughs> oh, I, know, I, I promise we have a lot of army beers coming out. Believe oh, I, me, for, I, I for the airborne, for the you know, we've got grunt. That's the only one you should have. Is an airborne. Huh? Once you have an airborne one, it'll be your bestseller. Like, We've got a 19 kilo coming out for uh, that ain't, that ain't uh, Cruz. Sell. That ain't gonna sell. Does it never leave the truck? We've got a ton <laughs> of beers coming out. Takers, takers. Does it ever leave the truck? Yeah, takers drink White Claw. So yeah. <laughs> so oh, PJ said I better get some of those brews. PJ, you're not, a, you're not an owner, okay? So go buy stock. We'll talk about this in a couple minutes. Go buy stock in the company, PJ, and you can be an owner. All right, and then yeah, and like then, me. Yeah, like PJ, I got, I got, I got, I got two six packs here. I'll bring some over later. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, you know, I had to you know get to do my book of Earl today, and uh, again, this is you know my favorite part of the weekend because I started a podcast, so as I love to talk, and uh, and now you have to listen to me, or you can just like exit out. Uh, it's it's the best. Okay. Um, now I, I I talked about this on the live uh, ad hoc show we did a couple of days ago for Task Force Lahaina. All right. Uh, it was weird. I had an old ranger buddy uh, who was doing some work at Fort Bliss, and he comes up to me and he says, "Hey, man, he's like, we should do something veterans for Hawaii because uh, we both served in Hawaii. We did our first hard time there together." And I was like, "Yeah, that's a good idea." I was like, "Let me uh, let me throw out to the to the network here on uh, Veteran Trash Talk and see what we can do." Literally within an hour, okay, we had a plan to go live. And we had the gentleman who orchestrated the Pineapple Express, right? Flanders Fields, um, you know, work in Ukraine. We had them networking with us immediately. And I'm going to tell you guys something that I'm learning. I'm still learning now on this chat thread that we have. Um, you know, it's a signal or something like that. So we're on signal and we're in this chat thread. There's people from all the news agencies on there now. And like right away, you got... Ben Owen, who's a phenomenal human being, he's a guy that's always got the sign up saying like Shut nobody's coming to, ben, to help. Man. You. That dude's just right? fucking yeah. Cheers, you know, and uh, he's coming on the show on the thirtieth again for his new nonprofit, which is uh, you know chasing monsters like sex traffickers. Um, but he was like, first things first, you gotta you gotta stop all the conspiracy things. That's like don't let that happen. That'll ruin your movement. Um, and he's like, you gotta if you want to be like boots on the ground, you need a tactical operations center on the ground, uh, and you need it there right away. And literally while we were going live we established that like scott came on and said i got two guys two surfers that one's a veteran i just did a podcast with them they're on the ground they can get stuff that, that that's those are our point of contacts and then literally like 20 minutes later we had a, a chaplain who does uh he's always well, a pastor and he does chaplain work for the maui police department and so it's like he's like right all that happened uh 
because of veteran trash talk. Um, obviously, where they're coming from, but I, I I bring this up about fear all the time, and I've said it before. Uh, you know, fear is a natural feeling, right? Uh, there's things that we should be afraid of, right? Like if you're on a train track and a train's coming, right? Like you should get off, right? You should you should be afraid because that shit will kill you, right? Um, now, the other things that hampers a lot of people, not just veterans, but it, the fear of uncertainty and not embracing ambiguity with a journey, all right, cripples you. So when I was asked to start a task force Lahaina, right away it started, well, I don't fucking know anybody. I, I can't go to Maui. There's nothing I can do about this. I can't. Like, right, those, those, those you know, doubts started coming in your head. Immediately and, reasons that are coming in your head why you should not do it yep correct yep. and that's that's natural right mm -hmm. but what what sets us apart are successful people and you can determine success however you want is they put those thoughts aside and say "Fuck it all right i'm gonna give it a shot mm -hmm. right and then i'm gonna fail probably three or four times and i'm gonna i'm gonna keep going and that's okay right yeah it's it's good. And you know, Dave says it at the beginning of the show on his little blurb about, you know, insanity, trying to do the same stupid shit over and over again. But it's okay to be afraid, right? But as uh, and we're talking to the veteran community when you're transitioning and or even admitting that you have a problem, right? And you might need to go, you know, seek therapy for it. Uh, and I'm at a convention right now for suicide prevention in uh, Reno. And I ran into old Frankie Velez. Old Sergeant Major Velez. Oh, God. Right? Ran into him. Freaking big high five to him. Uh, he's still old as dirt. Looks like he smokes Marlboro's because he does. Right? And uh, But, you know, great human being, to me at least. I don't, other people have different opinions. And he he's talking to me about transition right away. He's like, hey, man, like, you struggle with PTSD? It's like the first thing he asked me. And I was like, well, aspects of it, yes. And he goes, good. I like you said that. He's like, it's aspects. And I was like, he goes, like, fuck, man, I yell at my kids a lot more now that I'm out. And I was like, you know what, Frank? And I was like, I literally go to therapy for that exact same reason. I go for that exact same reason. My therapist goes, what do you want? I said, I want to know why I yell at my kids like that. I, I just want to know why, because it's not me. Like, like, what the fuck? And I talked about it on the show, and the, the psychiatrist broke it down. And, and you know, and it was... They, they're my most prized possession in the world, so I'm terrified that I'm doing something wrong and PTSD takes over and I lose my shit, right? And so don't be afraid to admit it. Everything, like, ah, if I, if I admit this, if I do this, if I do that, no, fucking do something, all right? Go to therapy. Go get help, all right? Do it. You owe yourself that, and then you owe your family members that. Just go do it. And uh, so, yeah, a little, little serious turn on there, but... I want to talk about fear. We already talked about that. It's okay to be afraid, but it's not okay to let fear control your life. All right. Cause you will stay down. All right. You will never get up if you let fear control you. And then here's the other aspect of that, the contrarians, right? Not aliens, but contrarians. And we talk about them with virtue signaling all the time. They're the worst people to have in your tent. All right. A contrarian is going to tell you that you're not good enough. All right. A contrarian is going to tell you about themselves when you're trying to do something great. All right, they're going to talk about how they failed. They're going to they're going to make sure that that you know that you're not good enough. Right? They're they're all around us. All right. And the beauty is, well, sometimes we're that contrarian. But if you're an adult and mature, you understand what you're doing, and then you say, "I'm sorry." You did. 
I, I, I took over your conversation. My bad. All right. So that's all the big girls got to say today. Is yeah, I'm pretty think. good today, Nick. Yeah. That's good, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, I got, I got a little inspiration from Frankie V. Yeah. Right. So, uh, you know, and it was good seeing him again. And it was just amazing that he had the exact same problem I had. What does he do? Right? Now? Uh, he's working for some, uh, some tech company out here that's uh, doing software for suicide prevention as well. So, oh, nice. uh, okay. yeah, we're, uh, we're getting there. He just retired, but, uh, wow. Oh, damn. Yeah. Long time. Uh, wow. Uh, well, yeah, Lupita again, sure. You're being a contrarian right now, just because I started something for Maui, you're literally being the person that I just said is shit. Okay. Like, like, did you start anything for Canada? Did you do anything for Canada? Right? Like nobody asked me to help with Canada. All right. It didn't cross my mind. Somebody asked me to help with Maui because I served there. Now you right? got triggered. <laughs> what the hell? Like, hey, hey, Lupita, send me your operations plan for what you did for Canada, and I'll listen to you. But uh, <laughs> all right. So but, I guess uh, the difference would be that the, that the the people that live in Hawaii didn't are Americans. That fire. Americans. And they are Americans. Maybe, you know. And the Canadian fires were started by the Canadian Forestry Service. So. And was it killing three thousand people in Canada? Or was it just making the air shit? Nah, it's making the air shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, kill thousands of people. Yeah, Ten years let's down the road. Let's, but yeah. let's let's benefit of the doubt. It. Yeah. He's yeah. in Japan. Maybe there's a time difference. We know that there's a there's a thing, and maybe she's just tired because I don't understand what that last message said anyway. So, yeah. you know, the but the, the thing about the, the the Maui thing and the thing about the Canada thing, if we really want to talk about it, is that, you know the other. The other difference is that. Oh, but she might have been nice. So if you're being nice, I apologize, Lupita. We don't understand what you're typing. Yeah, so. I, I don't get what that meant. But, it is but four anyway, o'clock in the morning but there. The, but, but yeah. the there you go. <laughs> not a lot of, uh, you know, billion-dollar corporations and gurus went to Canada to try to buy up all these people's land when it when they caused it to be burnt down, and then are trying to pay pennies on the dollar for land from a bunch of indigenous people you know, we could talk about how bad america is and what we did to indigenous people in the past well the past is the past maybe we just try real hard not to do that again and starting of that is to say nah you're not gonna we're not gonna just stand by while you take advantage of people that don't need to be taken advantage of like you owe them to build back their shit. like you know we can't we, we can't call ourselves righteous if we send billions and billions of dollars to a country that has nothing to do with us and then we we talk about sending 700 and 700 bucks to some canadian or some canadian some uh hawaiian hawaiian that just is that really a thing the whole 700 buck thing is that really like i i saw a video on it i thought it was satire is that really like no i think it was a real thing i I don't i didn't really look into it because it just to be honest it's a but it's it, it's not above you know seven hundred is a the payment that we like to make you know COVID here's seven hundred bucks yeah and yeah the, that's, the, the that's big problem family, is hotels too way, that are her hotels over there that are like overcharging yeah. people to stay at their hotels now like just hiking the prices yeah like, seven thousand dollars a night um fuck, so man. so we like, we have a. Uh, we have a we have a lawyer on Task Force Lahaina that she has already offered her services there, and part of that again to help the people. Well, that's illegal. People, the part of people in 
to helping people in Maui is, you know, the disinformation. All right. And that's why you got to stop the conspiracy and stop talking. Just get on the ground and talk to them because uh, a lot of their, a lot of their land is uninsured. All right. So, you know, that's it, it's going to be hard for them if they don't understand what's going on. So, uh, you know, like to not sign something that they shouldn't sign. Right. That should happen in New Orleans, too, man, with the insurance companies yeah. and stuff. It was brutal, man. Yeah. So many people well, the, were taking the, the advantage thing of is, The thing yeah. is, the, the difference between, like, say, Canada, like uh, Lupita talked about. No, I think I think Lupita was trying to be nice to us. So we apologize. No, I know. I'm, I'm saying the difference between Canada, which Lupita <laughs> brought up, or uh, New Orleans, which Nick or Dave brought up, is that those were uh, – those were caused by, well, I mean, Canada's not really much different. It was caused by the government. They were the ones that the forestry services worked for them that started the, the fires. But, you know, New Orleans was a, a natural disaster. There, there's something to be said for, you know, it's, you know, there are other ways to pay for it. This was, you know, so far, it's looking like a, a power company, bad power line that they invested in green energy instead of their infrastructure that they already had, you know, caused the fire. That sounds a lot to me like the power company is about to pay to build everybody's house. Like you know, it should be a, a fairly cut and dry. And as far as like hotels or anybody charging $7,000 a night, I mean, really all the mayor and or the governor have to do of Hawaii is enact a state of emergency. And that's illegal. Like, if you have an ice storm in Tennessee, for instance, and there's a state of emergency, the tow truck company can't charge you $1,000 to pull your car out. They can right. only charge you a set amount because there are legal protections against price gouging. Mm -hmm. The same as you can't drive down to Florida every time there's a hurricane and sell generators for $20,000 for a $300 generator because it's illegal you can't right. do that like so i don't understand so how do they get in away with it then? why we're well i don't know if there is there a state of emergency there it has to be a state of emergency yeah that, that, there, there is now for sure um yeah. and and again there is truth to some stories like i said we just gotta just gotta you know let it you know you, you, it's, it's hard to not spread this information to hurt the yeah. people well how many people have been affected by this like how many well, well, that, I, don't think, I don't think that number is identified. Not yet. even close yet. It's a thousand yeah. dead starting right now. And right. But I, I'm just wondering in those towns, how many are affected? Because, you know, it's not like the army doesn't have tents. Well, right. And then again, that's that's part of the thing, too. That's the bureaucratic red tape that we're going to avoid with Task Force Lahaina is that, yeah. you know, we're just going to go on the ground and get people what they need. Uh, and speaking of that, you know, we're not fundraising yet, but we're de devising the plan and then we will call on fundraisers and we already have a bunch volunteering uh, on the thing. And then that's great. So, but anyways, yeah, let's get over to our, to our yeah, guests. Let's spend some yeah, serious buddy, conversations buddy, here. As an owner, and I wanted to bring Cliff on the show, but he's at a car show because Cliff's not- You know what, Cliff is a partial owner. Yes, Cliff yes. Is, uh, well, yeah. we, we like to call the biz a uh, minority owner. Uh, well, I don't know. Like, guy, yeah. guy is my mom's husband. Guy, my stepdad is invested too. So I don't know. Uh -oh. he, How many? He might own you, buddy. Have. He's got. He's got some. You know. Yeah. I, I don't know. I would like to say. You know, <laughs> One thing I, we do know is PJ doesn't own anything. What I, know <laughs> is, what I what I know is that I own one additional share, 
then <laughs> and that's all that matters that's all that matters that's yeah. the difference between minority and majority one that one share so let me give it as we get into this discussion let me give everybody an update real quick so we literally just closed the round monday we've raised that whole 7.5 million dollars wow yeah. So the, so the round is closed. You can still go to the investment page and, and, and get, uh, uh, click on the link there, um, uh, because we're opening a second round here very, very shortly. Um, that share price is going to be $12 and 50 cents per share. It's a $200 minimum buy-in, but everybody who, who listened and got in on that first round at 10 bucks a share, your stock value went up 25%. Boom. Because we're about to open Buddy, the you haven't even round. checked it, huh? You just found out. Boom. <laughs> Buddy's like, I yeah. just looked at I don't know what I'm going to do. I, I don't really know what I plan to do with my 250 bucks, guys, but. <laughs> Hang on to it. About to I, be I'll sick. send you my cash app, buddy. I'll send you my cash app. I, it, I, well, I'm going to I'm gonna get all my dollar bills and just start flailing them at people. Just saying. And, and, and the great oh, thing about my fellow owners sitting in this room is we did exactly what we promised we were going to do. We went out and bought a brewing facility on the East Coast in Norfolk, Virginia. And now we've got a regional size brewery that's going to let us brew beer, allow us to brew beer from North Carolina all the way up Eastern Seaboard and over to Ohio and just scale our scale our business out so exciting stuff damn well i yeah, think for everybody nice. yeah yeah why don't you alan why don't you just like obviously you've been on the show before but like for anybody that's sure. watching just like kind of talk about what you guys do and everything you know you might have already done that last time but we got new viewers and everything so just like talk about sure. what you know everybody's like what are they talking about shares beer like let us know, <laughs> you know tell us your story brother yeah so uh i I did not have the pleasure of serving like you great veterans have in this room, but I come from a, a really extensive military family and uh, uh, had a had a uncle and, and three cousins that went to West Point, two uh, nephews uh, that uh, one served in, in the army and one just graduated boot camp from Fort Sill. He's going to be an army medic and uh, had two uncles. Yeah. Two uncles that are Marines, dad in full career in the Air Force and Air National Guard. My brother, uh, career Air Force, now with DHS. And my grandfather served in the Navy during World War II. So we had a lot of military going on. And I, I kind of bypassed going to college. <laughs> I went to the University of Nebraska for like a year, went in the boxing team, got my ass kicked. Um, and ended up dropping out of college and going into the to the uh, food and beverage industry. So I knew that piece and and just we kind of put this together. Armed Forces Brewing Company making tribute beers that tribute not only the service branches that you guys have served in, but also the services within the branch, the the uh, uh, um, infantry, the airborne. Green Berets, the the uh, SEALs, aircraft carrier, deck crews, and top guns. You know, that's what the beer is tributing along with some, some patriotism. Preamble, we the people, uh, light session lager, a tribute to the Constitution, the preamble of the Constitution, and the oath that you guys, that you men and women take uh, when you guys enlist, the incredible oath. Um, so that's what that's what we're doing. We've got an award-winning brewmaster. Uh, and, and who's won the Maryland Governor's Cup for Brewing Excellence. I think Bob Ruprecht is, is probably one of the best 
brewmasters in the country. Because uh, I'll tell you what, you got to be proud of your liquid. You got to be making good liquid. If you're going to grow a business like mm -hmm. we've been growing, the liquid's got to be good. Um, and, and I, and I got to tell you, I may be biased, but I don't think we have a shitty beer in the whole portfolio right now. I think they're all individualized and have their own flavors and, and, are, and are pretty good, straightforward beer. They are very so, good. This is uh, two of them already down. We got a whole, yeah, Dave doesn't even drink beer that often. So I know, I know. We were <laughs> yeah. talking about beers earlier. What's your strongest, yeah. what's your favorite beer? Like for somebody that's watching, if they're like, I, I need to try these guys out, like, what beer should I? What's your favorite one? Man, I'll they're tell all you what. just equally awesome. You know? They're they're all so different. So they're all equally awesome. And each one has kind of a story behind it, not only of the of the service that it tributes, but a story behind why we made it. You know? Um, I'll tell you what. <laughs> This just came out. This is our this is our ground pounder double IPA. It's a 9.0 ABV. And this is our tribute to, to ground pounders, you know, Army. Um, but this name is going to change to Grunt. We found somebody that owns Grunt, the name Ground Pounder. So we're changing yep, yep. it to Grunt. This sold out right away. And I'll tell you what, I went, I taste when I opened the first can and tasted this, I was honestly freaked out about how great it was. Because it is just absolutely a tasty, tasty IPA, double IPA. I like if IPAs. you like IPAs, yep. it yep. is awesome. And I know you guys have a box of this coming. I can't wait for you to try Woo! it. But it, it's such a popular segment. It's the it's the biggest growing segment in in IPAs have been around for you know they've been number one for a while. Yep. Um, so this is just absolutely incredible beer. But you know. Special hops is good too. This this regular IPA at six point seven ABV. It's not an in-your-face hoppy IPA that's going to smack you up. You're not going to struggle through it as well. And this is the one that we kind of had the idea of making when we were at Navy football tailgating because we got tired of struggling through a really hoppy IPA. So we made this and, and we actually got this into Navy Marine Corps Stadium concessions. And it nice. sold out every home game. <laughs> nice. So but but they took it out of the stadium concessions. Navy Athletics got pissed off at us because we made a beat army and beat Navy beer that, that year. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. So they were mad at us. So they don't like us anymore right now. I don't know. Maybe that'll re that relationship will rekindle next year. But uh, this is this is good. And then, yeah. I mean, what can you say? The loggers. This is that really light Bud Light alternative logger right here. Um, this is yeah, this one this was really is, good. I enjoyed that. Yeah, one. it's so so easy drinking. Great on a hot day in the summer. Yeah. Um, and, and this is just selling like gangbusters, you know. <laughs> but you got your other logger too. I'm going through the last one. Cat shot American craft lager. I mean, this is that this is that 5.3 ABV. It's pre-prohibition style, so it's got a little maze in the brewing process, and it's just you know, this buddy. Definitely I think a little you were, stronger. You and Facebook drinking this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, th this is killer. With this is born and made in 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 uh, Maryland. So we were drinking this stuff with crab cakes crab and cakes oysters and, and all that mm -hmm. kind of crap. Oh hell yeah. So Maryland does. Just, oh, so good. So what? Uh, so what, what do you guys plan on the flavor profile of the? Well, two questions: the flavor profile of the airborne beer 
question number one because it's got to have a little bit of bitterness. It's got to have <laughs> a little bit of bitterness bit, like that. Yeah, yeah. Maybe some bitterness. Um, and then it should all come with a Motrin, with one Motrin <laughs> on the top of every beer. And salty, uh, right? A little salty too. <laughs> little salty. salty. Better when you put a little salt. <laughs> that would be like some type of Corona, but bitter. Yeah. Like a yeah. little bitter Corona. Yeah. There you go. And then Richard Hodges on the chat thread wants an MRE and, beer uh, flavor of we'll the each can, Will each can have a tiny parachute on top that you can drop them? Like, <laughs> they won't. They won't hurt themselves too bad. They might dent the can, but yeah. it won't poke a hole in it too bad. Mm. Very nice. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Alan, uh, you know, for uh, for kind of what <laughs> I was talking about. You gonna be able to answer the question? Yeah, oh, sorry. Yeah. Question. Yeah. All right. It's a real question. Man. So, you kept, you kept no, going where it wasn't a question anymore. It was now. It was Nick's now all over the place now. today. Mountain yeah. Standard yeah. Time in the mountains. There's, <laughs> not, there's mountains right there. <laughs> Keep your mouth shut while I talk to my employees. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> don't yeah. ever. Don't yes, sir. Back in front of the employees again. Alan, you may answer the question. Right, <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. As you were, go ahead. I got want to keep my job. Carry on. <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, the flavor profiles there. Um, this is why we have an advisory board of people of, of men and women from all the different branches to advise us on exactly what you were explaining there. A Motrin on top, a little bit of sour, a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean. We, yeah. we, we, we get that and we're going to try and, and um, uh, make some of those beers with those kind of elements in there, you know, um, uh, you know, so you said salty, salty and, and sour. There's so many things you could do with beer right now. It's incredible. Just, just, just give a little product. salt packet for the rim, <laughs> the rim in it and they would be salty as they are. Airborne yep. beer, salty as you are. Yeah. This, and you guys, this is the great thing about getting your own brewery is we can actually do this shit because we're packing our own beer now. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're not contract brewing where we have to, you know, adhere to, to you know, what they can do there. We can do all that kind of stuff. So we want to do stuff just like what you guys are talking about. That's hilarious. And it'll just and make it, it even even more of a tribute and even funnier as we yeah, go like, along. Like, do you guys... Like, uh, oh. Go ahead, buddy. Like Sean Lowry said, you need to have something that pairs well with MRE peanut butter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah we've got ship, a beer. Do you guys ship state, throughout the entire U.S.? So, so uh, not the entire like, U.S. I, I need to get this beer today because they're watching the show or they watch the show tomorrow or, you know, whenever. And they're like, I want some of this beer. Like, where do they go? And then do you guys ship everywhere? Yeah, so right now you can go to armedforcesbrewingco.com. You can go on the beer locator and find a place in, in the state. We're, we're in eight states right now. We're about to branch in, out in, into about 17. Mm -hmm. um, we have a uh, shipping partner called Yanni's Wine Store here in Virginia Beach. Um, they can ship beer to 36 states. They're licensed to do that. Um and uh, they're, they're, we're in the process of, you know, we just landed here in Virginia. We, we've got our own brewing facility now. And I've just signed uh, contracts with three huge Virginia distributors. Nice. So that beer is going to be coming up from our contract brewing partner down in Florida. It's going to hit our distributors here in Virginia. And they're going to be able to get that beer out to uh, Yanni's Wine Store 
uh, they, they actually run out of product right now. They're out of product. It's selling so big. Wow. Um, so congratulations. Susan, I mean, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah. yeah. So in the next 30 days, we should have that running back up that Yanni's wine store where people can, can buy beer 30 days or less actually. So, awesome. yeah. So we're just growing, growing, growing like crazy. Yeah. But somebody said something about a peanut butter MRE. Yeah. <laughs> MRE yeah, the, yeah, the MRE and a peanut butter. Interesting. Yeah, they make some peanut butter beer. Yeah, you can call it just an MRE beer and then have like different flavors in the six pack. Like one's a beer, one, one I mean, a peanut butter, one's a jalapeno cheese, you know, yeah. one's a chili, chili yeah. mac. <laughs> well, I was going to, I was just going to ask you what's the best MRE. And I think chili uh, mac probably hits up yeah. there in the top three or yeah, four or five, doesn't it? Yeah, right. Chili mac, beef stew. Those, yeah, I think those are the two. Chili yeah. Mac's the one that you can eat cold and not hate yourself. Yep, exactly. Ranger school, that was a must because you, yeah. you didn't have time to heat it. So you just, you always went for the Chili Mac. I mean, you fight over Chili Mac. Um, yeah, yeah. But, uh, it was, hey, Al, I had a question for you. Maybe, to, you know, for some of the future entrepreneurs out there and like what we talked about earlier with like, you know, embracing ambiguity, the journey. Like we had you on the show and I remember you guys were just getting started. And, you know, what you've already gotten to is it's just fun to watch because I follow you on Facebook, as you know, and like I, I'm always watching the updates and seeing what's going on. Tell us about some of the th times maybe you had doubt about going the direction of getting a brewery or like when you thought like, oh, crap, like was there any ever a time where you're like, maybe we shouldn't do this? Um, I'll tell you what. Funding was a huge issue. You know what I mean? I knew this until was Buddy bought be... his uh, two hundred fifty dollars worth of shares. Yeah, yeah. Five hundred. Thank, thank you, buddy. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> buddy saved the company. No. Now worth seven fifty. Yeah. Um, yeah. I spent eight years of my life put, developing this concept and putting this together. Eight years, wow. uh, and going through trial and error and test marketing it and seeing if it would go. I, I just always knew it was going to be big and big, 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 big. But the venture capital community was not funding projects in craft beer anymore. That ship had sailed. They were only doing technology. And of course, then COVID hit and that locked everything up. And I happened to find a way where you could be a private company. And this was a better way to, to fund the company anyway uh, and bring in everybody from the military community that would that would be interested in something like this. Uh, so we found an SEC. It's called an SEC Regulation A public stock offering. You're not a you're not a uh, you're a private company. You're selling stock in your private company. It's basically a program that was put into place in 2012 for small businesses who were not able to raise money from the venture capital community or private equity or angel investors. Um, so I found a securities attorney that knew all about this stuff. Uh, and I reached out to him and he said, wow, you guys have a great concept. I, I, uh, he, had, he had taken a, a beer company called BrewDog Brew uh, who's now a $2 billion beer company. They've been through wow. these SEC Regulation A stock offerings. They've done about 10 of them, I think, and have raised around $200 million, and they have 200,000 shareholders in their company. Uh, I saw that, that business model, and I went, I want to do that, you know? 
uh, I want to bring in everybody that I, that veterans, active duty, their families, whatever, and bring them in so that they can own a piece of the company as well. And we can raise the capital that we need to go and scale the business. So I found the securities attorney. He turned me on to this and, and he said, I will take you on as a client. I've had hundreds of breweries contact me ever since I did this brew dog company. Uh, and uh, you guys have the secret sauce. I'll take you on as a client. So boom, we launched that our first round and, and I'm happy to tell, you know, like we closed it Monday, $7.5 million. We've got, I think when I was on your guys show, I think we were at maybe 1500 shareholders in the company. Now we got close to, was yeah, it around yeah. that buddy? Yeah, 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 it was pretty low. I missed that it episode. Was, I think I was really at my mom's wedding. It, it, yeah. it hadn't started very long. Yeah, now we're at almost 9,000 as we close the round. Wow. 75, over 75% of those are, are military veterans or active duty. The other, another 24% of those shareholders are from military families, fa military family members, had somebody that served in their family in the military. Mm -hmm. um, and, and that's just, that's an awesome story, an awesome business model. Now, what I want to do is help other veteran entrepreneurs. I'm, I'm not a veteran, but other entrepreneurs if, right they, if they, if <laughs> they, well, if they have, if they have that business idea, anyone who has that business idea uh, and they start developing it and they're looking to go the same route that, that I went, I want to help veterans, you know, do that. And the people that I'm connected with on this, on the, in these SEC regulation that are experts in this stuff, they want to help veterans as well fund the, fund those businesses. We can't have enough veteran-owned businesses around this country. <laughs> you know what I mean? We, we can't. Cheers to that. And, yep. and it, man, it does so much for veterans to create jobs for them. You know, we're talking about PTSD and all that good stuff. The worst, and, and by the way, Scott Mann is on our advisory board, and I'm meeting with Scott in Nashville next weekend. I'm excited Great to see guy. him and Great see guy. his play. Yep. He's an incredible Have you seen the play yet? American. I've seen it on YouTube. I've seen I it, saw it, I saw it when he came out here to Phoenix. Phenomenal, Did you? Yeah. Wait, yeah. hold on. Hold on. Yeah. That play is in uh, Nashville when? Uh, the 26th. I'm oh, going, going the 26th. Buddy. There you go. In there you Nashville. Go, buddy. Oh, I'm gonna have to Why are buddy's you going to go? Nash buddy's in Nashville? Yeah, I, I, I have, I've actually got uh, friends coming in on that day. Uh, Do you? Uh, buddy, I'll, I'll start emailing with you. Brother, it's, it's over yeah. in Franklin. It's over in yeah, yeah. Franklin. Why don't we, uh, Dude, why don't Scott, we it, let's buddy. exchange yeah. info and let's, let me see what I can do. If you guys want to yeah, come. I'll start yeah, an email. I'm, I'll start email thread with you, Scott, and uh, and we'll see like what we. Scott, will call you, today. bro. I went. I went like backstage the day prior, and I was talking to Scott, hanging out with him, and like yeah. it was it was cool. We I got a nice yeah. plaque from Gary Sinisi, um, like because we, we we donated VTT donated to 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 we bought who's lunch the, for the who's crew. And, who's and, who's and, Gary Sinisi? Sinisi, yeah. Um, it was cool. Speaks yeah. three languages, guys. But we're, we're making a donation too because yeah. we really believe what Scott's doing. We it's really amazing. believe in what Scott's doing. The play is super so, moving. Like, yeah, yeah. So anyway, so anyway, that we we I want to help other veterans that are have the entrepreneurial spirit, and you know our goal is to be seventy percent veteran employed. We're getting ready to open up some major positions. These are not. We have positions that are going to open on the production side for veterans who might want to get into the beer industry, you know, but also on the sales side around the country. I mean, we're scaling into a national brand, you guys. So we're going to have to have salespeople 
in all those states that we're going to. And those are good paying jobs, you know, for veterans. Uh, who better to talk about an, a, 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 a veteran tribute <laughs> brewing company than a veteran? Yeah, than a veteran. So we're doing that. The other thing, you know, that we're opening the second round and, and it's a $5 million round. We want to open more tap rooms around the country now. That's what this funding nice. round is for. Yes, now, when and we, we get want your that, tap rooms in our yes, veteran trash yep. talk hangouts. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. But what I want to do is create a franchise model for those tap room fooderies as well. And I want to be able to raise enough capital to help a veteran buy without having to have that personal wealth buy that franchise, that Armed Forces Brewing Company Taproom Foodery franchise. Because I've had veterans reach out to me from all over the country in, in Colorado Springs, where the where the Air Force Academy is in, you know what I mean, in, in West Point, uh, wanting to open. A, oh, man, how do we get involved or how do we, you know, get a, get a franchise? Are you doing that yet? So that's where the business model that we're going to. As we grow. That's awesome. No, great exciting stuff. Yeah. yeah. And you guys have grown pretty quickly too. Uh, I mean, Man. It's, it's been, I mean, it, it seems like it's only been, you know, a few months, I guess it's been a year or more before, since you guys were on the, on the, uh, on the show, but you guys have like gone from nothing to something quickly. Yes. Like, rather quick. Yeah. From, from, from something to something big. They weren't nothing, yes. buddy. Yeah, okay. yeah. Well, they were I mean, not an nothing. idea. That was pretty. I guess, that was pretty mean. An idea. I would. I would. I'd hate to be a contrarian. A I really yeah. didn't believe in you back then, but now you're finally. Yeah, you were. You were kind of what you just said. You were nothing. You were nothing a year ago. You were nothing. All right, buddy. You can't. You can't. You can't take that back. You already said. Of the three people on this panel, I am the one that is part owner. So, you know, HEB supermarkets in Texas brought us my, on. My stepdad is an owner as well. So that's family. So, you know, buddy. So I'm an owner too, then. My stepdad is an owner too. <laughs> don't try to, you know, don't try to get away from what you just you said. You got your own money, dude. Don't make your daddy pay all your bills. <laughs> I just buy their beer in Texas. So that's how I own it. That's what's up. Yeah. I'll have to look for this in Arizona. You guys, you guys don't have anything. We're, in Arizona I'll yet, tell huh? you what, we're, we're going to branch out uh, in 2024 your way. Um, here, keep me in mind. Yep. We are definitely going to branch out to Arizona, California, get that hit, hit a lot of more territories in the country. Yep. As we grow this. Seriously, yep. it's just a matter of time. Um, you know, we're we're going to open the brewery here probably in, in in around the end of September or October and start rolling that beer and, you know, just start scaling this out. By 2024 here, I think we're just going to be full steam ahead. You know, H-E-B supermarkets picked us up. Publix picked us up. Uh, Winn-Dixie picked us up. Food Lion has picked us up. Um, all the, you know, the chains, nice. yeah. yeah. Chains are just the big chains. Yeah. Did you just say Food Lion nice? Food hey, yeah. <laughs> hey, that was the only one hey. out of all the chains you just named. That was the only one that I. You haven't been into. A, like you haven't there. been into a food lion since you were like an E three in North Carolina, right? <laughs> <laughs> you better put food lion. No, there's one around around the corner from here too. Yeah, right. partner. He goes. He, he Uber shops. He doesn't even go to store anymore. <laughs> Uber <laughs> shops. <laughs> we do. We do. But, hey, guys, I got to run back to that convention. So, Alan, great seeing you again. Um, got to go do some talking, even more talking. It's going to be fun. Yeah. 
So uh, there you go. Yeah. All right, we'll see you guys later. All right, Earl. Later. Talk soon, brother. Go ahead, buddy. You were talking. So, well, well, and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna announce this first here on Veteran Trash Talk. Okay, we're talking so with Carnival Cruise. Huh? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm happy you waited until Nick left. Fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, Carnival Cruise Lines is gonna pick up our beer as well. Um, so Not that's exciting for us. Um, yeah, we're excited to to do that as well. And and that with with doing that, not only do we get our product placement in the in the Carnival Cruise Line ships, but we get to uh, potentially maybe give away some uh, some cruises for veterans, you know, in need. Who who? I, that's the exciting part of it is is some of the giveaway stuff that we're able to do with that partnership. That yeah. would be great, you know. Yeah. That is awesome. Uh, That's awesome. So how yeah, much, man, Alan, how much does is, a, go ahead, uh, say a 12-pack a, a, a of uh, cat, cat shot cost? By the way, cat shot is my favorite. I just had another so cat far. shot. This is my second. This yeah. Is, yeah. I'm working on my third. So My wife's already staring at me, and it's like, yeah, it's going to be a long day. Yeah, six packs are going anywhere from like 849 in a military exchange store. Eight forty nine to to maybe uh, nine ninety nine ten ninety nine a six pack depending on yep. the beer, yeah. um, and then out in regular you know we get a little break in the military exchange stores but but uh, uh, out in in particular retail it's anywhere from like nine ninety nine to twelve ninety nine a six pack depends that, on what beer it is and ABB yeah that's, that's not bad at all yeah. for no. a premium six Correct. pack of beer this isn't yeah. this isn't beer like I will say like. The preamble and the cat shot. The cat shot is a, a really good like. This one's strong. You're, you're not wrong. Like if it's if it's a, you know if it if you're hot, just cut the grass. Cat shot would be good. Yeah. The preamble, but both of them are not a like. I'm gonna stick a key in the back of it and like freaking shoot it down. <laughs> yeah. Right. Beer. No, no, no. no, you want to enjoy they're, it. They're a beer that you actually, like I said. That's why I'm drinking it out of a glass I'm on my, and not the I'm can. I'm on my third, I think on my third one. Um, none of them are so cold. Like, that's the thing. A lot of people don't know about beer. Like, the colder it is, they, they want you to get it cold because then you can't taste it. The uh, <laughs> But these aren't, like, I, these aren't very cold. And, I mean, they have a, I'm not a huge fan of the taste of beer anyway, but these are actually really, really like they taste good. Like they, I could, I could drink most of the ones that you sent me. Not going to lie. Like, awesome. They're good. Yeah. These are, it's a quality, good tasting beer that you yeah. can literally just sit down and enjoy having a beer or two. But, but I don't know that you would want to have a 12 pack. You might, you might end up on the floor quicker. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and I'll I want to tell I'll text everybody you in about 10 hours, buddy. Let me, let me tell everybody out there too. When you go to buy this, to ship it to a, to a state, it's, it's really expensive too. That's it, it, Unfortunately, we don't control that. The, the price shipping beer is expensive, you know? Yeah. Um, FJB, FJB on that what's going on uh, with shipping price. So, so yeah, it gets expensive, but that's not our business model. You know, where our business model is to open up every state in the union for distribution. That's where we're going. 
to where you yeah. can get that 849 to 1099, 1199, six well, pack you price. Were, you were talking about opening up like, uh, you know, if you needed salesmen, you needed like people to try to get, what does that look like? If say like a veteran is watching this right now and he's like, you know, I had the cat shot tastes good. I really like it. I enjoy the product. I got some time. I want to like try to pimp this product. Like, how does how would one go? Like, what is the process of, of selling to a distributor or selling to a store or getting it on the shelves for a salesman, if you would? So here's what we we have right now. We have what we call a mercenary program, uh, where we are hiring veterans uh, part time, like a 10.99 on the side. Yeah. Uh, to to go and uh, go talk to retail stores, talk to draft accounts like restaurants and bars, tap rooms, and go and, and they're salesmen, they're boots on the ground salespeople, part time is what they are. Yeah. Um, and and people can go and apply at, at jobs at armedforcesbrewingco.com. They can wow. send yeah. us their resume, um, and we're going we're going to be collecting those resumes and opening up mercenaries as we branch out. You know, we're getting ready. To open North Carolina, Georgia, South Carolina, New Jersey, we want to hire mercenaries in those states to go out and, and sell our beer part time. <laughs> um, then once we really get get growing, brewing our own beer here in Virginia, um, then we're going to bring some of those people on full time as career positions. Yeah. So so um, uh, we'll be announcing those jobs here, gosh, in, in 30 days or less. Seriously. Yeah. Um, you know, we're looking, we're <laughs> we're looking for a, to, a, to, the, to the website. Uh, or? Yeah, we'll be doing those uh, on our website. We'll be posting those on our website, on social media, on LinkedIn. We'll as post well. it on all of our platforms as well because that's sure, that's the absolutely, yeah. And I mean, we're looking for C-level positions like chief financial officer, like like a uh, chief marketing officer. Uh, we've got a, a an events coordinator, not just a local one for Norfolk. We need one here, but we need a national events coordinator as well. We're going to grow into a big beer conglomerate. Is what we're going to do a veteran-owned big beer conglomerate. Yeah. So, and are you guys, are you guys, um, is it is, like, are you, are you just trying to get into stores or like if there's a, like say a brewing company that you could join or not join with, but they would also feature your product. Are you okay with that? Like how, are, how are you trying to, I guess, grow? We're, we're okay with, with anyone picking our beer up that wants to, um, it, yeah. you know, we're so chain heavy. We've done it completely different than so many other craft breweries have, you know, they start out hyper local and, you know, they might do some local retail stores, um, but we went directly to the chains and it worked. They wanted our beer. They wanted our brand. So yeah. um, while we, you know, the chains, uh, you know, that's, hundreds of stores at a time those mercenaries are going out to these individual draft accounts we call we call them uh you know on-premise accounts um where uh they put draft beer on there those are the tap rooms the the other maybe another brewery that 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 does yeah. other beers from other breweries um restaurants uh and that could be like hooters chains like hooters or twin peaks or world of beer or oh, you know what peaks i mean out here yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah it's huge 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 
Um, so yeah, uh, anyone on our mercenary is out there, boots on the ground, door knocking, breaching doors, whatever you want to call it, float, uh, uh, parachuting in to, to those accounts and signing up for draft accounts and getting paid for it. Yeah. Mm, yeah. That just helps us grow, 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 grow. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Expanding. Yeah. Yep. Wow. This has been a great conversation. I know Chris already messaged. He's got to wrap it up because he's going to an offspring concert tonight oh. or something like that. So oh, maybe you could talk to him about um, having a arm versus brewing. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. 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 Chris. <laughs> but buddy, you want to, you want to cover the AR? You got the AR for today? Yeah, I think I do. Um, aliens. Who knows? Yeah, they maybe Peruvians are still here. fighting. Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe they can, maybe they can, they can fly trillions of light years and then accidentally hit the side of a mountain. And they <laughs> like bird strike. They don't have birds on their planet, so it's weird for them. Uh, anyway, so the, that's a that's a thing, and and we we got them, ladies and gentlemen. We have the ability to shoot down aliens. It's, it's the one it's the one thing i want to know about before i leave this world it's the Don't one worry. thing i want to know about face man i know you think that i think you're the same way yeah yeah it's one thing i want to know about 100 and i think we will i think it's coming in our lifetime probably maybe, up, yeah. maybe when you leave this dimension when you die you go to another dimension <laughs> that could be a you thing are an alien too. who knows dun, dun, dun. anywho yeah. Uh, yeah, and then check out Armed Forces Brewing. Like they have, we have only had the preamble and the uh, the cat shot. I'm gonna tell you, I've only had three of them. And well, he said the other ones are coming. The other, what is it? Uh, yeah, special special hops IPA. This is six point okay. seven. Yeah, I'll do yeah, a video well, on that. I'll do a video on that, and I'll post and it then, on uh, socials. Like, they, they're they're. They're delicious. Mm. They really are good. Uh, and, mm. and, and to believe me, I would tell you if they if they weren't. You know what I mean? It's not like I'm scared of you. You weren't for me, dude. You it's weren't called that <laughs> trash talk anyway, for a reason. But, uh, <laughs> but, they're, but they're good. They they really are a, yeah. a, a really good beer. But you know, if you're looking for uh, employment, you're looking for something to do. You want to do it part time. You know, check out Armed Forces Brewing and and or brewing and and you know. Be one of their their mercenaries. Go out and try to sell some beer. I mean, that sounds so we like mercenary. We too. like I love beer. The way you guys yeah. named that. Yeah, dude, yeah. dude how awesome would it be to bust into like a, a food line somewhere and be like, I'm a, I'm a fucking beer mercenary. <laughs> Take my beer. Yeah. So anyway, um, check them out. Check out uh, you know the round two of uh, you know the shareholding is is coming out. You know, and be a part of something. You know, you're going to buy beer anyway. You might as well buy beer that you own part of and you get something back from it. And it and it gives back to the community. So, you know, hey, what are you going to do? Can you go grab a Bud Light or do you want to grab a Cat Shot? Because the Cat Shot tastes good. It's better than Bud Light. I will, I will tell you, I would probably not have used that as a descriptor because it's better than Coors Light, which is... My, my 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 main beer and uh but this cat shot the preamble both of them delightful they're good they really Buddy, are you're, you're like an ambassador right now listen to you i mean it's hey, your okay. company, I'm an company right it is your company buddy buddy's ready to be a mercenary you know <laughs> you know what the, the best way to sell beer from what i've seen is they put a camouflage face on and then show up at their house in the middle of the night and just stand above their bed but like, you're <laughs> awesome stuff alan final uh, words maybe buddy. not do that 
anyway. So, uh, yeah. Final words. Gosh, guys, you know, um, you guys have been watching us from a long time ago, watching this thing grow and grow and grow. And um, I, lo I love what you guys do, too. And, uh, you know, we're, we're going to keep growing this puppy and growing this puppy and employing more veterans and helping more veterans as well. Use our success to do that. Uh, and um, I, I think it'd be cool once we get the brewery open to have you guys do your show live from our stage or something. Oh, yeah, like we're in. I think that would be cool as hell. Absolutely. We're in. <laughs> so yeah, we so. might have to put something like that together. Yep. Yep. We're in. Hey, phenomenal stuff. Yeah. Appreciate you. I really appreciate Thanks, the beers. I'm uh, feeling them it. a little. Yeah. Everybody that tuned in late, go check out veterantrashtalk.com. It's got the links to all of our shows, podcasts, all that good stuff. Go check out shop.veterantrashtalk.com. It's got our merch. Today I'm wearing just the tip. All right. One of, our, one of my favorite shirts over here. And then uh, to everybody that tuned in today, thank you, Lupita. I, I Lupita's gone, gone oh, mad no. now. Like, you know, I could shit on a tree and give back to the communities. Yeah, I bet it's good when you suck on these nuts. Okay, Lupita, I don't know what's going on. Thanks for tuning in anyway. Check us out again next Saturday. We'll see you guys <laughs> later. Boom. <laughs> awesome stuff. Adam.